Welcome to Parks and Rec, episode 75. We're three quarters of the way to being a centenarian. Congratulations, us. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. Testing, I'm Sean. Hope I'm coming in great. You're coming in wonderful, Sean, as always. So we're going to be I a love centenarian? when you're coming in strong. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like an octogenarium at 20 more. Oh. 100. Huh? Yes, I'm, I mean, I know what sense Right, but we oh, are going to... Yes, collectively, but, our yeah. ages but what, are 100. What's the arian? Like a veterinarian? Like a... Uh... Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. And we're all signs pointing back positive. Mm. Cool. But like... Like negative, like nothing's wrong with us. It's like Chris Traeger. What? Nothing. There's something wrong with him. The silent yeah. killer. The silent He's got killer. that that brain problems, he but does. not in a physical way. He does, and we'll get to all of that. But first, let what what episode is this? It's season five. Right. I'll, I'll answer that. It yeah. was a rhetorical said- question. Season five, episode two. Soda tax. Oh. I mean, what episode of the, the <laughs> Parks and Rec show, not our podcast? This one directed by Kyle Newichek and written by Norm Hiscock. Aired September 27th, 2012. What were you doing then, Sean? 2012? September 27th, 2012? Probably the same thing you were doing last week. (laughs) I mean, I felt I had less body pain from the sports. I think you were here by then. Um, I did hear you uh, moaning from downstairs in pain while... So this weekend... Ah, muscle! (laughs) (laughs) This weekend, I had a successful sports weekend. Had a hockey game last night. Well, let's go back to the week. Um, <laughs> we won our roller hockey game on Tuesday. Woo! Burr, burr, burr. Friday. Uh, this is a new ice hockey season, and we won our first game of the season. Burr, 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 burr. Only had one goal that game. Uh, me, personally. What was it? No, but I'm just we, kidding. We scored. No, I scored. Oh, my God. <laughs> Boo. All right. And then today... We had I had my two ultimate frisbee games and we won both of those. Dang! How many how many uh, greatest did you have? I did not have a a greatest, but I had a really deep bid that nobody ran for because I didn't think I could get to it, and I got to it, and I dove, and in midair I couldn't decide if I wanted to catch it with one hand or two, <laughs> so I didn't catch it. <laughs> Zero hand. I like I like that you're in the air and you're like mm, one two uh, so, no hands and it goes by. Yeah, I was going up with one, but then I was like, I realized I was close enough to get it with two. So then I kind of, you know, brought my other hand at the last second. like when you clap it and it kind of just turns in your hands and just yes. hits the ground. And so that was disappointing. But everybody liked the effort. Um, and now I'm hurt. So, yes, the moaning is from all the sports that have just taken place. Well, it sounds like you're doing wonderfully in the sports if not wonderfully as a human being and it could be worse what i just saw 1917 a lot of stuff happens in that oh. one so uh it's on the list I yes see. on the I, list i need to see some more oscars movies i, I know parasite I'm up, I'm up to two now <laughs> yeah i'm up to one with parasite uh parasite's weird it's a good movie um we'll see how we'll see how it goes i gotta see the others excellent nine out of ten to go we're, yeah. we're pretty much there, 90%. I'm, I'm Have not gonna, I seen any of them? I'm not going to watch that. You've seen Jojo Rabbit. Oh, yes. Jojo Rabbit. That's yeah. Next. I feel like I learned about the Irishman just from the trailer. On Jojo Rabbit was um, 
still playing at one of the theaters the it is day. Death, death house is still showing it just yeah as an oscar series and it's a it's a delight what, what just happened in I, some ways i broke i broke for a couple seconds okay. I, a delight in some <laughs> ways yes very sad in other ways but i was i was saying this isn't an oscar podcast oh right oh but right. we sure are grouch okay yes it's a it's a what? parks and rec podcast it was an oscar the grouch joke no i understood that but why are we grouchy because well <laughs> i know why you might be huh anyway sean yes what are we drinking this episode uh we are drinking milkshakes yeah. that um uh i think <laughs> they were enjoyable um they uh we <laughs> sean being uh, lactose intolerant only takes <laughs> only takes the smallest sniff of shakes no, Hell I mean, yeah. like... Sean will consume. No, I, I love milkshakes. They're just business <laughs> decisions. I'm in y'all's house. Um, <laughs> if I were at my house, I would down a milkshake uh, real fast because I, I would be at home at that time and my my uh, throne is mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my throne is mine. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why this was passed to Sean because Sean didn't actually consume <laughs> I don't know. We just locked eyes. It made sense. Yeah, so... But y'all made it sound good. <laughs> Yeah, we had some delightful. milkshakes. Yeah. They're from Shake Shack. They're uh, the seasonal ones or whatever. Limited time you have till tomorrow from when this episode airs to get them. Yeah, so I had the hot chocolate one. I had cookie butter. There's also a malted milk chocolate. Which my sister had and she enjoyed. But by the time butter. we consumed them, they were quite melted because Shake Shack is not that close to our house. But oh. still good. Tasty. And I did like uh, a metal straw in mine. Oh, I put that there. Oh, Unrela- unrelated to Shake Shack. Did oh, you throw it I away? Don't like throw it away. Um, don't throw it don't away. Don't throw metal away. Where not how it works. I mean, some metals like aluminum. <laughs> don't pay attention to me. Um, uh, oh, mine had tiny baby marshmallows on it, on the top. One of my best friends this week admitted to me that she does not like marshmallows. I don't like marshmallows. You just had marshmallows in your... Did you hate it? Well, the baby ones don't taste the same. At, like, these ones were the teeny tiny ones. Like, the ones that come in hot chocolate. But actually, these were different. <laughs> come in hot chocolate. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these ones are different, though, even than those ones normally are. But yeah, big marshmallows, I don't care about. What? And, like, mini marshmallows, like the colorful ones that you can get, like the pink and whatever. Yeah. Don't care about those. I mean, they taste like marshmallows. Yeah, I have no Doesn't interest. Taste a little different. Joey likes marshmallows. Sometimes. Oh, but yeah. the I'll ones that come... I was just heavily offended because I had the s'more cereal. Mm. And um, if you haven't had the s'more cereal, it's pretty much golden grams with cocoa puffs and tiny marshmallows. Huh. You can see the s'more there. And she was like, ooh, marshmallows. I was like, we're not friends anymore. How dare. How dare. How dare. <laughs> How dare. But yes, sorry. Howder. Things. Howder. Howder. Sean mispronouncing clam chatter. <laughs> clam howder. Anyway, Sean, what happened in this episode? What happened in this episode is, I thought... Well, before well, you get started, yeah, why don't we I'm... hop into the trivia? <laughs> I feel like we're out of luck. Remember, remember when I used to interrupt you anytime? Oh, that's what you wanted to do? You'd trigger the trivia. We were channeling I that. just triggered it by saying, what happened in this yes. episode? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. And frequent listeners... 
to Parks and Rec. You know all about this trivia at this point, but if you're new, we're going to get you up to speed. Haley, you've got a taboo Or maybe buzzer. you just like stopped listening to a few episodes and now you're catching back up, but you're starting with this one. I've got taboo. And Sean, you got a Mickey Mouse button. Still the best purchase you can make at a Disneyland or world. How do we know they yeah, still sell that? Them ears cost $30 and then I'm not spending $30 to get some ears. That button was probably 16 We're going to get you some ears, Sean. No. We're not. Oh, yeah, we're going. We got to plan our trip. Yes. Yeah. But in any case, Sean, you're up one nothing okay. on this trivia. Uh. There is uh, an exorbitant amount of cookies on the line here between. I mean, oh, cookies. We, we might try to get uh, 512 ounces worth uh, on this crazy. episode. It does seem crazy. But also, I don't remember anything. I can't imagine what the trivia is. I have no nothing in my brain that could be trivia. Well, let's get it started. Question number one in the cold open ben receives 12 boxes of gifts from leslie and he shows us several items that she sent which one of these is not something that he shows a waffle mix b a diner mug from jj's diner c new pajamas d a batman costume sean batman costume that is correct he gets it from andy yeah some batman gear I mean, I did know that, Ooh. but Ooh. I only knew it because Sean said it. I think I was focused on eating my food whenever the cold open was happening. Well, that should come in handy for question number two. Well, we'll see if it does. Leslie names several burger shops throughout the episode. Ugh. All of these are names that she says, which is the one that Ron gets a burger from, which I believe he calls a double chaos burger. That has uh, How many answers loaded tots and everything. There's going to be four answers, okay. yes. So that buzz after four. Yes. Okay. Please wait till I finish all four answers. Oh, I'll finish. Always a joy. <laughs> a, big and wide. B, paunch burger. C, fat sack. D, Colonel Plum slop trough. Haley. Colonel Plum slop trough. That is incorrect. I Sean. Say it. Punch burger. That is correct. Well, Sean whatever. taking a two to nothing lead. Later <laughs> in the episode, let's just skip the rest of trivia. Later in the episode, we do meet Look, someone. There's no forfeiting. Colonel Plumps, and he sits down at the slop but trough. But sometimes you just know that you don't know. I want to okay, be cool, right. Guys, it's fine. And uh, you hey, are. Jerry, how are you? You're doing great. All right, keep it up. Question we were number playing three. Magic earlier, and I was like, when you know, you know. When you know, you know. Yeah, like I knew I was losing that game. I knew it from there was a particular point where I was like, well, this game's over. We played it out. Question number three. During this episode, Andy is training to become a police officer. I might know this one. What is the first item on his to-do list? Haley. Run two miles in a minimum, in a maximum of 25 minutes. That is correct. That was the first thing on his list? Yes. Yes. It was the first thing on the list. I can also tell you. Which is uh, humanly impossible, according to Andy. His first time. Sure. It was like 29-something. Right. I, I couldn't tell you to the second. Well, you made it seem like you could. No, I'm, I was in the wheelhouse. So he was like not that far off, which I was impressed by. He was right there. We had that in... I mean, that's so long. In our high <laughs> to school. To run the two-mile, but... I, for, to make the basketball team, you had to run... If you were a big man, you had to run a mile under seven minutes. If you were a big man? Yeah, forward or center. And if you were a guard, you had to run under six and a half minutes. And we had a very good player that couldn't run a mile under six and a half minutes. He got like 6.45. He was right there. Oh. Didn't make the team. And then when our team was bad, I was like, man, it would have been great to have that guy on our team. Also, come on, dude. I know. Right Did there. he only get one try? I think he got two. 
I think you got one. Was it on a different day? I think it. I think so. I think it was two day tryouts. Couldn't, he yeah, couldn't, couldn't do it either time. Couldn't cut it down. No one was there to like motivate him and be like, "Bro, get this in ten seconds." I have no idea. I feel like we were all there. I feel but like I don't remember watching people. So I don't that's know. ridiculous. I know. Yeah, I ran track, so fast is what you had to be. Yep. Question number four. Got to end this right here. You, you will. <laughs> at one point in the episode, we're looking at the different size sodas that are available. I'm out. And the tiniest one is called the Little Swallow. Mm-hmm. And then the next size is 64 ounces, which I believe is like an ultra huge at any real life place. Mm-hmm. How much more does the wow. ultra huge cost compared to the Little Swallow? Five cents. That is correct. Damn it. I did not end it Just here. Just one nickel. <laughs> I was thinking you can go with the, the name of the cups. Oh, that would have been good. So too. I was prepping. Yes. You can share them if you'd like. Well, I don't. They're like, I don't remember. Well, that one was a small that you Okay, just yeah. Described. So the 64 was a small. The next size up was a child. No, the child was the massive, like, yeah. 500 oh, So the regular one. was the big one. Uh huh. And then the child, the, child size. The regular was like 128. You could a two year old child in liquid form. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's tied it up and she wanted to quit. I should have let her quit earlier. (laughs) Question number five. Ben has several interns. Oh, no. Working under her. Maybe maybe they're, they all are interns. Yeah, yeah, they're all interns. They're all interns. Except for April. Yes, except for April, who's his daughter. Well, I don't know if it's college, but they're all interns. (laughs) And they uh, are getting a lecture from him about acceptable fonts and mm. he specifically calls out one that is never acceptable what is that font come on john you remember no oh my God. should i guess you want to guess first i can do a best of if you want a multiple choice can yeah I, sorry I'm I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll guess <laughs> helvetica incorrect does it start with a p yes well, no, we can't do that one. Yes, we can because I knew it started with a P. I just couldn't remember what it was. So just think of a P one, and then you got it. No, I mean I don't know, but if he gets a multiple choice, all right, give us a multiple choice, has... and they all no. have to start with P, Joey. Oh man, you can make them up. Uh. One can be like Poltergeist. No, one's gonna be legit. <laughs> yeah, well, I you know all legit other... fonts. I know all legit fonts. I mean, I'm gonna hear the font name. I was like, oh, I've seen that before. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I knew it started with a P. Why didn't I? I don't know why I I said Helvetica. Helvetica, but it starts with a P. It's the only one I can think of. (laughs) All right, Sean, your multiple choice. I'll buzz in. Was it A, Provocali, B, Pontos, C, Pinky Cat, or D, Papyrus? Oh, it's that one. It's Papyrus. (laughs) Well, you've already guessed this round. But he didn't buzz. I lose. <laughs> no, you can have I think it. I'm just going to give probably a tie. <laughs> All right. Where's so, our ties? One and a half. Oh, my gosh. Zero and a half. You, I'll take you mine need in the, the bow form. She's, she's taken twice now to uh, provide. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, save us. Save oh, us. This episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we pretty much recap the entire episode in the trivia. Um, so uh, going into this episode after last episode, I thought we would just leave Ben and April in Washington and we would focus on Pawnee, but no, we're still in both places now. Um, Leslie wants to introduce a sugar tax 
because her and Anne are hating on pe- consumer S- rights <clears throat> on pe- soda. Sorry, I yeah. was actually just coughing to clear my throat. It's and while Ben and April are in Washington doing work stuff with a bunch of interns that Ben does not like because they're not responsive to him. Uh, on the interns, uh, and I said it in my in my head, like man, they're just interns. They're replaced. We'll just fire them. And so he makes a phone call. He gets the same idea as well. But they're all related to somebody powerful, that uh, especially in like DC powerful. So instead of firing him and being a hard ass because they're drawing pictures of him with the stick of his butt, he's dis- with the description pointing to the stick and saying "stick up butt." <laughs> <laughs> they decide that hey, Ben decides I should be kiss up to them because I want to uh, get in with those powerful people that they are all related to. Um, Leslie is consulting with Anne, and they had they have like a huge box of sugar next to them, <laughs> and I don't know where they got the sugar from. Or why are they just carrying it around with them? Well, April says that I guess it was a visual representation. She says that that is the amount of sugar that the average like ten year old oh, yeah, or Anne, something yeah, consumes in a month. Anne said this from soda because Anne is health nut, and um, I may have said during this episode that I need a dietitian diet. I need a nutritionist. nutritionist. Um, Anne will volunteer. Well, not for me. And Sean will melt. Yeah, it'll melt into a pile of sugar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is how much ten-year-olds consume in a month. In a month, and like, it was yeah, massive. Yeah, small sandbox. And so while they're yeah. talking about it, small sandbox. Um, <laughs> uh, Leslie is. Dipping her finger in and like eating the sugar as they're talking about. So and then she's it's like, "What's in this?" Yeah, it's so good. What's in it? <laughs> um, and Ron walks in with a huge cup and a, his poncho, whatever poncho burger, poncho burger, poncho burger. Um, you got that one right, Sean. And with yeah. his chili cheese fries and something else, he he was being Ron. A big old cup. So she wants to, but not a child size. They want to save America. They want people to be healthy. So they want to tax soda. Um, which it, it kind of relates. Finally, I've had you know it's been a while since I've had an episode to relate to uh, my job. Our director, uh, she uh, has made us change out all of our vending machines for healthy stuff, and so because they used to be candy and chips and cookies and uh, stuff like that. And so now, if you go look at our now, there's loose quinoa. There's no loose quinoa. Oh. I don't know how that would go through the. <laughs> that would be so hard. Thing. I mean, it would just fall fall down. But there's the there's reduced sugar quinoa. chips. There's oh. reduced this, and it's not good. We can't be making any is money there, off. Is it. there anything good? There's a rice krispie treat. That's yeah. in there. Made. I don't know how quinoa. that made the oh. made the cut. Quinoa krispie treat because it's mostly rice <laughs> and marshmallow. Yeah. Which I thought would be off the list. But. Both both very healthy for you. <laughs> well, I think marshmallows aren't too bad. I don't know, actually. I don't really know anything about marshmallows. But if you think about the time frame of this episode, it's 2012. So it's like Obama's uh, first term in office. And so like think about like Michelle Obama's like get moving campaign and all of the stuff that they did and for like healthy food and in the schools to trying to make obesity. things. Obesity. Yeah. So this episode kind of like was... Pretty political, I guess. Or yeah. Like pretty much related to the political climate. Um, and I get it. We need to be healthy. 
But but Sean don't... wants a rack of ribs in the vending machine. He just wants to eat. These are think... not normal things. <laughs> At the, in the show, I don't think taxing soda is the way to go. Yeah, I was interested in like what the tax would and be why and where the, the money was no going to go. taxation without representation yes also the prices of all of those drinks like she was saying (laughs) the price of the one that's a 64 ounce the small is like a dollar 30 something or something the child size is a dollar 59 512 ounces right a dollar 59 so it's that's crazy like drinks are not that inexpensive every four ounces that's insane yeah the the uh the soda lady. So Leslie was having. I don't remember. Oh my the god, the water. Name. Catherine Pinewood. Yeah, Catherine Pinewood. She's kind of hot. She had a little Mary Faber. Uh, she, she looked very uh, like tiny. She, oh, really, compact. we never saw her stand up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I just got the impression she was. I guess quite they're petite. negotiating, and uh, she's asking Catherine why. Uh, why does it cost so much? Why is there so much sugar? Why is this the child size? And she was giving very reasonable explanations. And then... Uh, right, but they were all like, we <laughs> can't make choices for the consumer. The consumer gets to make their own decisions. We want to make it very affordable for them. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, mm, these are kind of non-answers. Which is kind of... But that's kind of how to Because a bottle... Oh, yeah. A bottle of Dasani made by the Coca-Cola bottling company. Is, right. It's going to be like... $2. Know, $2. Well, and like a, a bottle of Coke is a dollar. Right. Yeah. So... To be health in general, healthy food costs more mm-hmm. than non healthy food. So they, if you ever wonder why poor people are so unhealthy, well, shit, the stuff they can get with the food stamps, it's, uh, they can get more than you know getting stuff from Whole Foods. Like, yeah. Uh, anyways, that's another topic for another day. Don't listen to that growl. Um, that was just your stomach. <laughs> no, no, that was not my stomach. <laughs> A grrr. We uh, just ate. Yeah. Along with their, they had shakes and I had a triple meat burger. <laughs> I need a nutritionist. Hold the meat. What was the thing on it? I forgot. Onions. Another meat. Oh, it was uh, onions. Okay. It was like, what is shallots? Is that what they're called when they're fried? In the shallots. Joey got some shallots too. He didn't ask for them. I just put them on there. Oh. Because I know you like them. dare. Did you enjoy them? I didn't notice them. Well, there you have it. Anyways, yeah, uh, <laughs> and then when they talk about water, the water has three hundred calories because it's it's called water zero. Or water something. zero because there is zero water in the in the water bowl. That made me cackle. And she was like, "Oh, well, if you want a <laughs> if you want a low calorie choice, then you can get water zero, water zero diet light or whatever, <laughs> yeah, uh, which has sixty calories. calories yeah. yeah, sixty or one hundred and sixty. Okay, sixty. It's, so, it's zero calories, only sixty. Yeah. That was... conversation is, is... I don't know how I feel about... I think it's important for people to be healthy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how much you should force them to be healthy. True. But I but definitely healthy options should be made available. Right. Yeah. So should we tax the bad options? I don't know. Maybe we can just find a way to make more healthy options more affordable. Right. I agree with that. Yeah. 100%. Why are we making it more expensive to be healthy? Anyways, there was a public forum, my favorite, according to Joey. Um, you do love when the people yell. Because it's so stupid. Because <laughs> it's so out of line. Like, I mean, yeah, okay, some of that stuff happens, but then like... They are silly. Dude, a dude wanted to... Well, maybe that happens in today's climate too. A dude wanted to tax 
women's vaginas, which I could see happening today, but sure, yeah. not in that forum. Maybe in something else. What was the other thing? Then why are we here, text? fellas? <laughs> and he got up and left. He wanted to text stupid things like racism and women's vaginas. Yeah, and everyone, at first you're like, okay, racism, that's interesting. And then he's like, women's vaginas. And these are two, these are just yeah. like opposite sort of opinions. Like, I'm sure people, you would never hear that in a real forum. And then three people walked out with know. him. One of them holding <laughs> the child-sized soda. <laughs> and one that you couldn't see get up. You just saw one of them walk out amongst the uh, line of people leaving. Like, oh, there was a person there. Um, so, yeah, that happened again. And one guy, he's like, he's aware because the Catherine lady threatened Leslie. Mm, like, yeah. oh, if you approve this tax, then we already have the press release written that we're going to lay off 100 people and it's going to be all your fault. And so I guess one of the... Uh, that that rumor started going around, and one of the guys at the public forum, um, who's from, an employee from Colonel Plum's Slop Chop. Oh, I didn't. Oh, know that. that's why I was yeah. thinking that. Um, he, yeah, got wind of it and said, "Hey, I heard there's going to be layoffs. How about instead of me losing your, my job, you lose your job?" And, and a couple which people Sean were like, has yeah. heard that far too often. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm yeah. fine with my job. Um, Accurate. Back to Ben and Les. Ben and <sighs> April. <laughs> uh, ben starts kissing up, and he finds out that one of the, the main intern guy that they focus in on, he uh, played ultimate frisbee at Georgetown. Ellis is his name. Yeah, I like how they went around, and Ben was like, "This person's related to this person." Said everybody's name, and then we never like that yeah. was the only character that I yeah. actually had. Intramural ultimate frisbee, by the way. So, so he decides. All right. So Sean's less impressed. <laughs> Just let's just go out oh, to the park. Oh, got it. And place an ultimate before work. So Tomorrow morning. All right. Catch you on the flip side. Let's have fun. We'll just chill out, dude. Come on, bros. Yeah, I don't know why he's talking like yeah, that. Yeah, Ben was out of control. And uh, so we watch them play ultimate. They're bringing all the rules. Like this is that was not ultimate. They were just throwing a disc around, and then like someone caught it and take took off running. I was like, hmm. And he was like, oh, okay, good run. Yeah, you're not supposed to run with the disc. Come on, come on. Anyways, uh, so we had to do that. And then the next morning, they're like, yeah, that was a lot of fun. He's still talking terribly, Ben is. Um, and then he realizes he just really can't do it anymore. Yeah, well, he sees the new drawing. Oh, there's a new drawing. It's like... Of Ben playing Ultimate Frisbee, with, but still with a stick up his butt. And so he goes to give... The and calling people scoobers. Scoober. He goes to give that uh, got that intern guy a hard time again. The intern like, man, it wasn't me. It was your daughter. Bum, bum, bum. Ben's revealed to have a daughter. And Ben's Camera like, pulls what? Back. Like, yeah, he's just <laughs> like, what? And it looks over and it's like April just standing over there. Like, and she's like, sorry, dad. <laughs> and so Ben, April. So Ben's really also, upset. Also, when, when it first cuts to April, she's just like holding an orange, like just looking <laughs> like she's the up to something. Well, yeah, that whole scene, she's just yeah. moving things around on that little cart or whatever it is, cart or table. So yeah, and then so, so Ben's really upset, and I asked the uh, the parks and rec crew, "Is he really mad?" And, and we said, "Well, yes, Sean, he is. He's really hurt about it." Well, yeah. Because it's like the one person he thought was on his side and who he could trust is like the one that's going behind his back and visually making fun of him, setting like a precedence for everyone else. His one friend. 
is now his biggest also enemy. every time he talks to that ellis kit ellis he the, ellis looks past him at other things and i'm always like what he's is he looking at he's looking at the the drawings well, but the first time, I don't know if he was. Like, I, I kept thinking that we were going to see, like, someone behind Ben that was going to come in, and that never happened. So, I don't... It's because he doesn't respect him enough to look him in the eye. Maybe, but true. he was definitely, like, he would look at him, and then he would, like, look seemingly to someone else, but there was no one there. I did not make that observation, because I am not... You were in the meat sweats. Yeah. They're very pretty good. I've, um... I've recently... I've, why am I back on Shake Shack? No. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> and this break has been brought to you by Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Shake Shack, where you can get shakes, burgers, and fries. And like any and hot dogs, place. And hot dogs and pickles. And lettuce and tomatoes on your burger when you didn't ask for them. Yeah. Are we editing that out? Anyways. No. Um, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think a single person understood what you or said. Or keeping oh. it all in. Yes. Um, That's what Sean said. That's also what Shake Shack said incorrectly. Yeah. Ben's at his desk, frustrated, hurt, mad. Eating a Shake Shack. Um, no. Oh, no, no, no. no. They don't have those in D.C. No. Uh, April comes up to him with a uh, document with a bunch of fonts on it. I guess either trying to cheer 30 up fonts. She's or, like, oh, look, it's yeah. funny. All the words are in different fonts because you only like one font. Ha, ha, ha. He kind, of, he kind of snaps at her. He's Not like, in cool, a loud voice, but he, like, he goes off on her saying, just asking for 15%. <laughs> professionalism and it's she like, tries to negotiate him down to 12 <laughs> and he's like what what 15 <laughs> and so he, she just kind of walks off um, and then she mumbles 15 <laughs> like that was gonna be hard and then she kind of like ah and yeah like come on 15 that's it it's not even a quarter it's 15 yeah. um chill out april oh, i didn't get the plot c plot c which we mentioned oh yeah uh, Roblo, oh, not Roblo. Did you see the Roblo memes this week? I did. With his they hat. They were delightful. <laughs> I sent them to you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what? I couldn't remember. Okay, so this past week was the NFC, was he at the, he was at the NFC Championship game. Yes. Uh, oh. For the NFL, the uh, 49ers played the Packers. Rob Lowe was in the stands watching the game <laughs> with a coat on and a hat. And the hat just had the NFL logo on it. I did see that. It was just like, man, he didn't know who to root for. So he just started cheering for the NFL. Like, he just wants a good hard game. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone have fun, play hard. Yeah, like, pick a team or something. Or like. He literally couldn't decide. Where do you find an NFL logo hat? I've never seen one. I've never seen (laughs) one. (laughs) So that was funny. That was really funny. Very curious if sales went up at all. From zero to eight. Um, so Chris Traeger, uh, Andy's Chris Traeger and Andy and Tom, Tom, Tom was in this episode. Um, Tom being, uh, not terrible this episode. Yeah. I'm I mean, very he, surprising. Role was, yeah. he didn't even need to be in the episode, but I guess they had to find <laughs> something for him to do. Yeah. Like, just like they did Don, they went, went to Donna once. They were like, Hey, we're going to go work out. Cause Andy wants to be a police officer. And they told Donna where they were going to work out at the community college. And Donna's like, too far. too far. Um, or she was interested in watching. Um, that was it. That was it for that her. Was, yeah, and you never see Donna again. Also, when they showed her, she's just like laid all the <laughs> way back in her chair, chilling. Yeah, uh, season five, still in this disrespecting Donna bullshit. Anyways, uh, they go to the track at the community college, 
and <laughs> uh, Andy runs his first two mile in 29 minutes. And like, it's so tired and so exhausted. He just starts <laughs> taking all his clothes off right down to his underwear and just lays on the track. Um, they started talking about what's motivating. And they're like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. He just lays down. And Chris Trager tells him what motivates him to run. I guess it was like a, a he had a disease as a child. I don't remember. I wasn't. A very rare blood disorder when he was a kid. And so now he constantly exercises so that his body doesn't shut down on him. Something like that. But somehow we transitioned to him being really alone. Yeah, because Andy's like, I'm running for April and I love her and I'm running for love and our marriage and to have a good life for April. And then he's like, yeah, that's great. April, love. And then he, and then Andy's like, what are you running for? And he tells him about the blood disorder thing. And then it's kind of, and then he starts thinking like, why am I still doing that? And then, so then they run and Chris is still excited. And then the next time they run, Andy's like, okay, for love. And then Chris is like, for nothing. And so they said, ready, set, go. And Chris Trager just kind of falls to the ground. And so he's very hurt. And he needs to be taken to. His legs are broken. <laughs> he's to be taken to the hospital. <laughs> they go to the hospital. <laughs> well, they, we don't show, they don't show us, show us them going to the hospital. But the next day, Chris is in his office. Tom and Andy come in. What the doctor say? And they talked to, had terrible news that there was nothing wrong. <laughs> and Andy is so sad. <laughs> and then he says, nothing, the silent killer. And then Andy's like, oh, no. Um, so Tom's, Tom's like, like, you're stupid, Chris. Yeah. But he doesn't say that. He's just like, Chris. Like, well, come on. Um, and then he tells him. He gives him advice to go see a psychiatrist. Not a psychologist. A psychiatrist. Because something's wrong with his brain. And... And it's he worries that he's being out of line. And Chris Traeger says, quote a, a quote of the episode. Oh, yeah. Au contraire, mon frere. You are as in line as a person could be. <laughs> so Chris is going to go see a psychiatrist because he's crazy. Yeah. And Tom, like, very astutely points out that, like, Chris, you know, he's a he's on his path and he does a great job. And, you know, work stuff doesn't face him. But then all of this, like, personalized stuff sends him spiraling. Spiraling. It's like, every time there's a little hitch, you spiral. It's like, oh, There Tom. shouldn't be any spirals. Yeah. We uh, want you to be more even keeled. And so, yeah, that's the end of them. Oh, no. Andy. Oh, yeah. So, during the same time, I guess, because, yeah, they had another practice. Uh, but... Because didn't go, so it was just Tom and Andy. We didn't see them at the practice, but Andy comes in celebrating that he reached his his maximum time or minimum time. Maximum time. He ran. He he, he just made, made it made within it. the maximum time of twenty five minutes. He got the minutes. bare minimum, and he said, "Yeah, minimum, minimum. champion, minimum <laughs> champion." And so he felt so good, he went to go run again. And he said, "Time to time him," and but Tom is still talking to Chris about his his brain. So when Andy comes back. <laughs> Tom just guesses 43 seconds. Like, he doesn't even say, he just says, I don't know, 43. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, new record. <laughs> also, we forgot to mention. So Tom, at first he just has, he's in this little cart that he's oh. like lap counting in this cart and it's just white. Uh, and it has a couple other things in it. So then that's like the first time he's just in that cart. And then the next time they go out, he's like, oh, I tricked out my timing cart. 
And so he's showing all of his appliances that he's added in his music and whatever. And then he talks about how he gave it the paint job with the orange racing stripes. And then he's like, and it's an homage to Han's car on uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. And then he's like, but no one's noticed. He's very Weirdly, surprised. so far no one has noticed. Yeah. It's because that movie's the worst. But it's a nice car. And I turned to my sister and I was like, ah, because we just watched that movie. Because for Christmas, she gave me the complete. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you had that wheel on the table. Although I'm it's like, not what the is complete. <laughs> so yeah, there's like a tire <laughs> and it has all the movies in it. Uh, one through seven plus a bonus disc, uh, which I was watching the bonus disc. The bonus is just Vin Diesel. The bonus trash actually talking. so far hasn't been that great. I haven't Sound watched everything race. on it. But I was like, oh, okay. The accelerator. They're not even clever. It's just phrases that Aww. you'd say in a car. Oh, pull we do it, like to quote some of the things that he says. I'm always um, But I'm anyway, Joe, we. So we Slow were just watching them. And the most recent one we watched is Tokyo Drift. Because if you are a fan of Fast and Furious, you know that they kind of like moved that one to be after number six. It's no longer... It's not canonical if you watch them in the order of their release dates. I mean, you can. It doesn't really matter. But if you want to watch them... This... Was that the plan? No, not the original plan because they actually changed the scene. The the like... In the, di- in the DVD or... In number six, at the end of number six, there's... So, like, so that people wouldn't have to go back and watch Tokyo Drift if they didn't want to... They added the end scene that ex- that is the major plot point of number three that I'm not going to say out loud in case anyone isn't caught up. I haven't up. seen number three or six yet. Okay, perfect. So I won't say it. But anyway, so they add that scene to the end of number six. Like after the credits roll, they have that scene play. Um, and they ch- they edit it a little bit so that they can manipulate into the new storyline that they're doing with what happens next as opposed to what it was before when it was just number three. Hmm. So yeah, they didn't have the forethought that they were going to do this. I actually, like when the first three were made, they they didn't know what Fast and Furious was going to be, you know? Like right. those were all just kind of like, oh, let's do this thing. And then it was like, that was pretty successful. We'll do a second one. And it was kind of like, have you seen the second one? I've seen one, two, and five. So two doesn't have Vin Diesel or any of those people. Right. Paul it's, Walker and Tyrese. Yeah. And Ludacris. Load. Yeah, exactly. And so then they were like, oh, that went pretty well. So they make Tokyo Drift, which is a completely different storyline with completely different people. And then that one also did pretty well. So then they were like, let's do this. Are there Tokyo Drift characters in the later one? Like the, um, the Donkey Kong guy? Because, <laughs> all right. So, oh, DK? Yeah. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't watch three, but my roommates at the time in college, they were just... Because DK's mountain. And so they would just walk into the apartment saying, Donkey Kong, in the, in the main character's accent. Because oh, yeah. they found it hilarious. Well, there is a guy show. in Tokyo Drift who is called DK. And there's a scene where they were like, you know why they call it DK's mountain, right? And I just turned to her and started laughing. And she was like, what? And I was like, the Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong's mountain. Anyway. Yeah. She didn't get it. Jungle I thought way. it was funny. But anyway, he's not in any of them. But one of the other characters from the movie is. Also, Vin Diesel does make an appearance in that one. I've Sean, do that. you know Vin Diesel's actual name? Vin Diesel? No. Vincenzo Diesel. No, that's not no true. it's Mark Sinclair. Oh. Yeah, don't you see why? Vin Diesel was a good choice here. Yeah. Yes. Mark. <laughs> Mark's not a funny name on its own, but just. Spelled with a K Mark. at least, but still. When it's Vin Diesel. Yeah. My uh, friend has a dog named Mark. Mark with a C, though. I love that. Do you like dogs with human names? 
Sometimes. Yes, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's the funniest thing. Then you have a dog named Steve. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> Come here, Mark. Come here. Uh, my friend had a dog named Haley. Oh, how'd yeah. you treat that? Uh, I never met the dog. He no. would just sometimes talk. He would just be like, oh, my house, like Haley was doing something. And I was always like, what? Because we were, we were coworkers. Huh? We were coworkers. And so sometimes when he would tell that story in a group, people would always look at me like, you were at his house. And I was like, no. You were peeing all over the floor? This was one of his dogs. Because he had two dogs. The other one had a dog name, and then the other one was Haley. It was like Scruffy and Haley. I can't remember what Scruffy's real name was. Scruff. McGruff. Chicago, Illinois. Yes. <laughs> that, that was the full name. So six, five, two. <laughs> um, anyways, from 90s cartoon. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. We are. Uh, you lost me for the rest of the episode. Um. So yeah, that's the end of plot C. Uh, plot B ends with the hot closing, uh, with April getting in the intern's face, saying she's going to murder him and very t- take out his eyeballs. He's a melon ball uh, scooper to get his eyes, get out. his eyeballs out, and then eyeballs. feed them. Yeah, it's to great eat them. Then she eat them and then she's going to have to get a dog to move his face to that move his confusing. body around. His like faceless body around. Yeah, I'm glad you're wouldn't be able to see. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then she kisses his nose and slaps him in the face. By the way, she was looking at him. I'm like, man, she's about to make out. I know she was getting (laughs) closer and closer to his face, and she was pulling on his shirt like, "Come here." And then she gave him the tiniest kiss on the cheek, and then a gentle slap. And then she walks off, and he turns in his chair and immediately gets back. And Ben saw the whole thing. Ooh, but he was like, ah, smirking, like, huh? Yeah, Yeah, he's like, good thing I reprimanded April. Yeah. Who's not my daughter. Not his daughter. Um, plot A. Uh, they go to the city council meeting and is Leslie she? is sick. Why is she sick? Because she's drinking the 512. It was the 512, right? I believe it was just 128. She had the yeah, 128. she got the regular Just a size. gallon. Just a gallon. So she was super nervous about it. And yeah, she was also she, anxious. She so. didn't want to lay all the people off by voting yay. And so she gets up there and they ask how she wants to vote. And she starts puking into the cup. And Anna's like, it's probably because uh, she drank all that soda, not because she never. So she takes a, like a break or recess. She goes to Ron's office uh, to get advice from Ron. Ron just tells her, hey, I tried to fire you four times. And she's like, she doesn't believe him. Like, Ron would never fire me. But then he shows her her personnel file. She reads it like, oh, how great and how hard work she is. But then she keeps reading. She's like, you tried to fire me four times. She's like, yeah, because you were... Insubordinate. Yeah, and every time he wanted to do something, or every time she wanted and something, highly and motivated. he said no, well, she would just go overhead or just do it anyway. Um, or find ways around it. But then he would he would take back the uh, termination request, I guess, because he didn't really fire her. Yeah, all. he said he'd rather work for someone like her. I forget the way that he describes her, but someone like her than someone some other way. And so somehow this motivates her to go back to the... I didn't really get this connection. I guess he told her that she... <laughs> the episode was wrapping up. Yeah, <laughs> he tells her that she always like trusts her own instinct and is, is always like passionate about her choices. And then he gives her a compass and is like, follow what's true to you. Oh, yeah. 
So she goes back to the council meeting and votes eye, votes eye to the soda tax. And the Catherine lady gets up and leaves. And so I don't, we don't know the next episode if people are going to get laid off or she's going to be in trouble. And then she's like talking. Leslie's back to, in the Parks and Rec office talking to Kara, uh, happy with her decision. And you can see Ron in the background. And he just shuts the door with his remote. The da 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 da. And that segues nicely into top five. You get caught up now. Top five. All right. So today, it's my turn to top five. So we're just going to talk about, in the theme of running, my top five uh, track and or field events that I liked to do as a track and fielder. Because Haley ran track. She's faster than all of us. Ran track for a long time. Yeah. Many, many years. Track and swim. Swim and track. And a little volleyball. She loves lanes. I love lanes. <laughs> Lois Lane. Oh, okay. All right. That's okay. the third time you've done this here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, uh, yeah, I'm just waiting for someone to give me a five. <laughs> oh, well, my bad. I forgot how this works because... Yeah. Um, number five. All right. Number five. And I didn't do this very much, but I did find it very enjoyable would be discus. Uh, it's just fun to throw. Well, shot put too. They're both just fun because there's a lot of like strategy to the way that you move your body and throw it. And it was fun to learn that. And I actually did that only my last year of, of track when I, uh, had a foot injury. And so I couldn't do as much running. So I would just like practice with them over there. And then I was like, oh, this is fun. I enjoy it. I also started pole vaulting during that time. Um, so yeah, I just like the whole like I couldn't get the technique to do it. They tried to get me to do shot put. I was like, I don't know the spin. Shot put was so much fun because it's like spin and twist and then launch. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't amazing at it, but I still enjoyed it. Mm. And the coach was funny that did that part because he was just like, oh, well, you do like this. And, <laughs> and then he would try to show and he was like, I think he, like, he didn't know too much about it, but he tried hard and he had a good attitude about it. Number four. Number four is going to be the 400 meter dash. Oh, gosh. Well, it's only one lap. More like a walk but for us, a, Sean. But, uh, 400 meter gentle stroll. Well, because this is number four, and we have to get all the way oh, to one. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And because four and 400, no, juxtap- no, look at the, look the how it comes together. Right. I was about huh? to say juxtap- Oh, is it the same thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So one's one. Okay. 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 So the open 400 meter run or dash, whatever you want to call it, is fun because it's just long enough for me personally, because I'm definitely not a distance runner to get really tired, but to also still be able to sprint it. Like that's my threshold is 400. Um, so I got really good at it over the course of time. And it's, I don't know, there's something about it where it's like 100s are too short. 200s are, I like 200s. That's going to be on my list as well in a second, but 400s, you have enough time to like get out of the gate. If you make a little bit of an error, sometimes there's time to recoup from it. And then you really get to like get into your rhythm and then get into your sprint. And it's so fun when you cross the finish line and you're like, I'm so tired. And then it's like less than a minute, but you just feel really accomplished. I guess that was the worst. I like it. It looks the funnest. No, I mean, it, 
it's one of the funnest to watch. Oh yeah, it's fun. Um, but you have to to sprint. You have to. Oh sprint yeah, you sprint the whole thing. Yeah, you sprint like, it. Well, you gosh. kick, but yeah. So you start in a sprint and then you kick to a faster sprint and then you oh, kick again to Is a full out sprint. It, Siri's gone rogue. Mine does that sometimes. Uh. Oh, God. <laughs> We're going to die. Oh, it's because she's always listening. Always listening. We got to fix that. We're, the machines I, are going to take I am over. convinced my Siri is dumb, and it's because I'm mean to her. <laughs> yeah. Because it's I'll you're ask rude to her, her answers. She can't provide, like, the basic, the most basic stuff. Like, Siri, what is this? And she's like, I, I don't know what that talk means. Again. I, go for it, Siri. Be unhelpful again. She's a joke. She hates you. Why am I paying so much for Apple products that don't work? It's like, oh. Number three. Thank you, Sean. Excellent. Number three is going to be, I guess we'll do 200 for number, number three. three. Yeah, the open two. Uh, Seems real well planned out. Instead thank of you. close to. Well, instead of a relay. Oh. Um, so, yes. 200s are Sean got fun. put in his place real quick there. <laughs> Uh, because I really, I was always a curb runner. Um, some people run the straightaways. The some people, yeah, some people run the streets. Some people run the straightaways and some people run the curves, right? Uh, so if you're in a relay, there's certain <laughs> people that can run curves better than others, whatever. So on a 200, you start on the curve and you go into the straightaway. So if you don't like get out there on your curve, you're fucked. You only have 200 meters. Like you got to get there. Um, and I was good at the curves so i would just like you had that lean going yeah it was fun 200s are fun yes i love track 200 <laughs> number two <laughs> okay number two is gonna be triple jump uh triple jump is just like so enjoyable to do because it's complicated in a sense that you have to have some uh, coordination. coordination yeah you have to have some coordination because you're jumping three times well, yeah, you not hop, skip and jump. Well, oh. you're sprinting. Oh yeah, you got to a hop, skip and a jump. Two and then like on your jump at the end you have to soar and there's ways that you have to land that will help your body like move further and if you fall backwards then your mark is further back, right? And so you got to jump before a line or else Right, you have to be jump with the fall. Yeah. yeah, you have oh. you have to have a lot of practice so that you can sprint to your mark and not past your mark or way before your mark because if you start your jump before your mark not like the character, but not like the dog. Um, Mark with the C. Yeah. Or if, as uh, Sean can attest to, the Summer Games 96 yes. of Super Nintendo, if you fail, <laughs> you just fall straight down, very much like Chris Traeger did, and then no, that's pound, absolutely the, pound true. the dirt. Yeah. That's what happens if you fall on this one. Absolutely. And it's fun because there's a penultimate step. And so my coach would always just be like, don't forget your penultimate step. Like he would really harp on the penultimate step my freshman year. And I thought it was hilarious. Uh, and I only knew what the word penultimate meant at that time. I feel like it's, it's I've heard it. Step. Yeah. I've heard it a lot more in the past few years than I ever did before. But before that, I only knew it because of one of the Lemony Snicket books. Cause it's the penultimate peril, the number 12, I think book in the series. Um, but anyway, so it, it was just fun. He was a good coach too. Different coach than the other one. Uh, but triple jump, I loved as well. I love them all. I don't have to keep saying that, but I will. And it was so much fun. Long jump, also great. Triple jump, more exciting. Number one. Number one is relays. Oh. Uh, I'm looping them all in because 
I don't know. Four by four is my favorite. So that's the 400 one. Uh, but I also really like four by two. Four by one is my least favorite, but still very fun relay that I love as well. Um, all the same reasons, but I'm more motivated when I'm in a relay because it's like my teammates are counting on me. I got to get there. I got to do what I'm going to do. Also, I really like passing batons. There's something about a good handoff that's just like really empowering and fun. So to this day, anytime I can hand something off in a handoff manner, I do. Like I'm always... Or you're running away from them with your hand behind yeah, your back. I do it to Joey all the time where I'm like, oh, we're like, we're about to get DQ'd. You better hurry. You have to hurry. Like we're about to be out of the line. And then he'll come and give me the thing or I'll bring him the thing. And there's a whole, when you give a good handoff, you actually push the baton into someone else's hand to make sure that they've grabbed it. And you say it's yours now. No, you're holding oh. your hand wrong. Yours it's now. this way. It's this way. And you fling it. No, you don't. Oh. Ugh. that's how i was taught it's the same armory no do you him. go across uh depends on which relay you're in okay so if, there's one where you kick it no if you're added, in a four by bonus. one you alternate so the person who starts starts in one hand and they pass it to the typically the starting person will start in their right hand and then the second person will receive in their left hand the third person receives in their right hand and the last leg receives in their left hand Four by two. Why you, do you go? Why do you go across your body? Wouldn't it be easier to see? No, the same because size? you you open your body towards the runner to receive. So you would open to the left to receive it, okay. and then if you're on the other side, because they're coming around the curb, you open to the right to receive it. Okay. Not always. Like that's how my teams did it. I don't know. Some other people might do it other ways. But on the two hundred, you can. I just know Team USA sucks at it because we always dropped a baton yeah. at the big event. And in the 4x4, four four, because Before people they even start running. shift <laughs> over, you receive left it. and then you pass right and then run. And well, then you the, run and then pass the right. the starfish really you do a cartwheel and then hand off. That's true. Very impressive. Yeah. So anyway, track, very fun. All of those reasons. That was a lot. I thought it was going to be a quick one, but then it turns it out wasn't. I actually had a lot to say Why about all these. Why do you think we don't see more people like Carl Lewis who are specializing in long jumps and... Like the jumping activities and sprints, like Jackie Joyner, Kirsten, those. Why we 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 all have specialists now? Like yeah, you only run the hundred, right? Well, you might do the one and two, and if you you train in the two to run the one or whatever, right? They might have a little bit of crossover. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I feel like even on my team, most of the people didn't do field. Like there was a lot of us that just were runners and then there were a few of us that were runners and fielders Mm -hmm. and the people that did field usually would have like one fielding specialty. Um, so like maybe the the decathletes and heptathletes. Yeah. But we didn't have that at my school, so I don't really know. Oh, but yeah, most people didn't do a ton of them. All right. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. Top five. We did it. We are caught up in the top five. We are mm-hmm. we are currently not caught Hope up you anymore because we are it. done. And we've got to we got to wrap up with our our new bit that didn't go over very well last time. But you know did what? It not? Here it is. <laughs> I forgot I, what it was. Uh, I, got, I mean, I think we didn't do great. I got it a was lot of US... rotten eggs thrown at me. Yeah, you got the what? It was landmarks. I got a lot of rotten eggs thrown at me Aww. as a result of it. So hopefully they'll spread the wealth this time. If this Poor is baby. poorly received, but categories completely stolen from the game Kings Cup, uh, and also when, categories, and also also categories, categories. Yes. No. Just like categories. I mean, yes, and no. And 
how this works is uh, we'll pick a category based on the episode. This one's going to be sodas. Haley, since you started yes, the Yes, I would five, love to go uh, first. Go first. Okay. And we, we go until someone loses. The three of us or just the two of us? Just until one person. No, all three, three of us. Will go. All okay. three of us will go. Right. Sean, I'd like to participate for once. Okay, Sean? My bad. I really didn't remember what we did Sean, last week. Sean, put your clothes back on. Thank last you. Last week was so... It's hot in here, though. Love it. It is hot in here. Okay, mm. Pib Extra. Pib Extra. Coca-Cola. Classic. Pepsi. Dr. Pepper. Uh, Diet Dr. Pepper. Ugh. Royal Crown. Manzanita Soul. Diet Coke. Sprite. Coke Zero. Cherry Coke. Seven Up. Sunkissed. Coke Vanilla. Squirt. Uh, pineapple Fanta. Mountain Dew. Crush Orange. Oh, Crush Orange. Uh, just Grape Soda. Uh, big Red. I yes. No one said Big Red, yeah. Uh, main Root Soda. Nice. Which one? The Root Beer one. Okay, IBC Root Beer. Uh, Barks Root Beer. Are we all just doing root beer brands now? Go for it. Uh, main root cream soda. Oh, I thought you were going to say root beer. A&W root beer. Uh, big blue. Ooh. I was going to say that Ooh. one. <laughs> Pepsi blue. Mountain can Dew. Can I do discontinued one? Is that, is that fine? Huh? Yeah. I can do discontinued ones? Sure. sure. Oh. The Mountain Dew blue one. What's it called? The blue one. Mountain blue? Well, no, it has a different <laughs> name, but we'll count Surge. it. Keep going. Did y'all say Code Red already? No. Mountain Dew Code Red? Boom. Oh, there you go. There's a lot of Mountain Dews, but I don't know what they're all called. Um, 7-Up? Already said no, it. No, we said I Sprite, did. didn't we? I said Sprite, and then I said 7-Up the next time. 7-Up Cherry. Hmm. I'm still in. I don't go. know. I don't know. I'm in. Red Flash. I don't know. I'll just take a knee then, because I don't think I have anything else. I don't know. There's plenty I, of sodas. I know, but I try not to drink sodas as much. Okay, nowadays. I haven't drinking sodas in years. Yellow. There's no yellow. Oh, it's Fanta. Fanta. <laughs> yeah, but it's the pineapple one. I already yeah. called that Banana one. Banana Fanta. Bananta. That's not one. <laughs> Bananta? There's also like... Rawberry. RC Cola, like Cola. He, he said Royal Crown. Oh, uh, yeah, you did. Okay. It wasn't as early as Pib Extra. <laughs> Pib Extra. Which was Woo! the first thing in this. I was just trying to get it out there, you know? Yeah, because we were all in danger of saying it first. <laughs> so what happens? You lost. So Joey lost. I performed So we just all oh. tell him boo. Well, who's going to run the podcast? <laughs> I guess you should have figured that out before you made me lose. Before I didn't drink sodas anymore and before Pib Extra was a thing, Mr. Pib was my favorite soda. So you just chose Mr. Pib over Dr. Pepper? Yes, Mr. Pib. She was needed better. a title before her drinks. Well, no. Here's the yeah. thing, Mr. Pib. Colonel Fanta was better than Dr. Pepper, but Pib Extra is not as good as Dr. Pepper. Whoa! Why so, are you calling out your that just blew my mind. Oh. Blue is mind. If anyone out there remembers Mr. Pib, the big blue is mind. So they can, much they can send us an Pepper. email at parksrecpod at gmail dot com. Yeah, let's not talk about Pib Extra during the drop. Parks Rec Pod on Twitter and Facebook. And of course, you can always leave a review. Leave a review of Pib Extra on the podcast app for Parks and Rec. It'll confuse the listeners. Or Mr. That Pib. That are trying to find new podcasts to listen to. Or Mr. Pib. Or any soda. Or your, your favorite review. soda. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Sean, you ready to guess the next episode? This has gone on for far too long. I was born ready. Excellent. Well, you got 15 seconds. Let's hope you do better than last time, which was a lot of fumbling around 
and I guess I got it wrong. Then. And uh, spasms. Yes, this category. Did you? Oh, I'm sorry. This next episode. Oh yeah, there wasn't a tall man. It's called How a, a Bill man. Becomes a Law. Go. Oh, we're gonna do the cartoon with the Bill walking on the stairs. My name is Bill. Da 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 da. I'm just a Bill. Sounds no. like the Parks and Rec. <laughs> no. Um, and they're gonna sign the tax thing into law of the sodas. My volume's turned back up. The whistle. Well, the whistles in that song. Looking, uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. We'll see if we can get it right whilst drinking soda, because we have learned nothing from this episode. Well, I just had like a little update about our jujitsu conversation from oh, last yeah. week. Yeah. And it's and it goes really well into this episode that was talking a lot about like physical movement and yeah. nutrition and stuff. So, Sean. We were talking about jujitsu last time because right. you maybe are going to do it or something like that. It some was sort of martial arts. Yes. And apparently you said that the instructional video claim, claimed that the brain is most important, but you said it was the heart. My brother disagrees. He says that the brain stops working. You can't do anything. If your heart stops, work, stops working, you can pick up a phone and dial or cry out for help. But in terms of combat, it's very mental. It's more of a chess match of techniques than it is a competition of strength. And then he said more, but I don't think we have too much time to go into it. But basically, he just said, the more that you train and use your mind, like as exhausted as your body is, it's about like outwitting what the other person is going to be doing and outmaneuvering them because you're able to like use your brain to do that. I agree. Yeah, I was just, as a kid when the white range, white green rangers asked what the kids were, what their they said children. What's the most important body part? And the kid said fists, and I was like, "No, it's your heart." And he's like, "Oh, it's your brain." Yeah, brain was the correct answer. Oh, and he said during so that was the remember I told you there was a ranger that had the studio that he went to, my brother. Yeah. So Jason David Frank, yes, the Green Ranger, right. Uh, is the one that had Rising Sun Karate that my brother went to. Awesome. And when they were working out, the person would say, like during their workouts, they would have to say, the instructor would yell out, the most important tool is your, and they would all have to say, mind, no matter how tired they were. So this isn't a sports podcast, but uh, since we mentioned sports a lot on this podcast, it would be kind of weird if we didn't go the next two weeks without mentioning what happened a couple of days ago, uh, which was unplanned, not recorded previously. So, um, but actually this past Sunday, we saw the passing of Kobe Bryant um, in a helicopter accident, along with uh, eight other victims, including his 13 year old daughter. Um, And it's, I, you know, I was never a Kobe fan. Um, if there was a list back in the 90s, late 90s, 2000s, of my favorite basketball players of rank every single basketball player, Kobe, Kobe definitely would have been last. Dang. Um, like Tim Duncan down there. <laughs> I didn't really root for Kobe, but he was always on TV. And I feel like I grew up when I remember when he came in the league. Um, I remember buying... NBA courtside for the N64 only because he was on the cover. Um, he's the new young hip guy. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to get this one. Kobe's on it. But yeah, it was kind of weird, kind of shocking. I still don't kind of, as we record today, I, I don't 
it still doesn't feel real that he's actually passed away. Yeah, and I uh, excellent NBA courtside shout out. That was one of my yeah. first N sixty four games when my parents bought me the system, and Kobe was on the cover. And I remember being like, "Yeah, like this is super cool." I yeah, it's three D. Yeah, three D. I mean, three D polygons. Yeah, um, but yeah, just just his his mind as a basketball player, and then in his very short second career as a entrepreneur it's just like so inspiring just to see like how how he approaches the game and how he you know thought about i uh, what his opponents were doing it, he always was just a couple steps ahead and it was just really uh, really cool to see him on the court and um i watched uh his his oscar winning short deer basketball on sunday night and i was just like getting choked up watching it cuz that's it sums up so perfectly in like two and a half minutes, um, just how, you know, how great basketball is and why it's my favorite sport and shooting, you know, shooting a rolled up clothes, ball of clothing into, into a laundry basket as the clock's counting down. Um, and I think that's a, a real, that was a real underrated part of, uh, or maybe properly rated. I don't know. Part of, of Kobe was, uh, his storytelling ability. And I think it's showcased really well in uh in deer basketball so would definitely recommend watching that uh even if you have seen it but especially if you haven't i need to check it out i haven't seen it yet um i just going back and kind of been on youtube a little bit uh watching him beat up on either my mavericks when he scored like 62 <laughs> points in three quarters or uh playing against i followed the suns for a little bit because steve nash was my favorite player and so they beat the Suns in the Western Conference Finals back in 2010. It's kind of heartbreaking. I was, you know, mad at Kobe, mad at Ron Artest, but Kobe was always clutch, man. He always thought he missed a lot of game winners too. But every time he took that last shot, he thought it was going in. Um, and I know ESPN has been doing a lot, so I'm just telling the story and you know telling the whole story. Um, you know, coming into the league when he's 17, you know, high school players can't come into the league anymore. Uh, they have to go to college for one year. That may be changing soon. We'll see. And then just watch him and grow. He came off the bench. He played with Shaq. Um, he had his sexual assault case in Colorado. Um, he, uh, he got a the prosecution dropped a case. Um, I wasn't there. You weren't there. So we don't know. We won't, I don't think we really know what happened. But he came back and played, and under all that stress, he still performed. Um, and he, once Shaq left, he you know he struggled for a little bit because his best teammate was what Smush Parker, Smush. <laughs> and he was losing for a couple of years. So he got that uh, very generous trade of Pau Gasol, and <laughs> and uh, went on to make what they made three straight finals, and they won two of them, I think. Correct. Um, yeah, because they got beat by the Celtics, but it, uh, I remember they beat the Magic and they beat the Celtics. Um, and that was all him. And even though I hated him, again, I didn't root for him. I, the only time I rooted for him was when he was wearing Team USA. Uh, but as a, when, after he won that fourth and fifth one, I had to give him all the respect and praise. I knew he was legit. Because um, he was, before LeBron, he was definitely in Michael Jordan's shadow. Um, trying to be the next Mike and 
he kind of got passed up a little bit once LeBron came to the league and made the finals in 07. Uh, they was like, oh, forget Kobe, LeBron's the next Michael. So he had to remind the world that he was still still one of the best. And I believe it was around that uh, that same time. I I was just watching this clip, so apologies for for the uh, lack of year to my knowledge, but. Uh, the Kobe doesn't flinch moment of I uh, oh, with Matt Barnes. Yeah, him and Matt Barnes, who was a member of the Orlando Magic at the time, had kind of been jostling throughout, throughout the game. And then uh, the ball gets knocked out of bounds. Matt Barnes taking it, uh, inbounding the ball. And, and Kobe's just kind of standing, like sort of bobbing side to side, like he almost like he was like on an elevator or something and just kind of like waiting for his floor to come up. And Matt Barnes fakes a. <laughs> fakes a pass like directly at his face and like probably even grazes his nose and Kobe just doesn't like doesn't react at all like he's just still kind of like bobbing back and forth and I uh, I was reading uh some interviews from after the game and Kobe was like what's he gonna do like he's not gonna do anything and Matt Barnes was like <laughs> I got a lot of respect for him after that and then they eventually ended up playing together so yeah they, they uh, you know Matt Barnes is on TV talking about you know they developed a friendship after that so I don't know, it's kind of weird. And just to mention on Sunday, like, I think we as human beings, we got to do a lot better as far as social media and re- reporting things. Because when I had heard of it, I was watching a Pro Bowl. It was Sunday. I ordered a pizza from Papa John's because they had a, a code for, like, a one topping for $6.50. I had just talked to my Papa parents. Just does not sponsor this podcast, despite Sean. Yeah. Sean's yeah, they, they don't sponsor it. <laughs> uh, but I just I get there's a Papa John's across the street. Picked up the pizza, walked into the apartment, turned on the TV, uh, opened the pizza box, and the first thing I hear is Joe Tessitore say on the Pro Bowl, "It's like we have breaking, devastating news that Kobe Bryant has passed away." I was like, "What?" And I was just like screaming, "Like what? You gotta be kidding me!" I'm the only one in my apartment. I'm in here hollering, just like it's just a joke. So I go on my phone. And I saw that I had some missed text messages from a group chat that I've muted. <laughs> so I checked and they are all saying it. Um, and I, you know, I don't have a Twitter account, but I can Twitter search. And so I got on Twitter and I was just, everybody's saying all these things like, oh, it's five people. So it must've been him and all his daughters. And oh, Rick Fox is on the helicopter too. And, and I was like, and it, it turns out, you know, a couple of those were just trolls, even though Kobe actually did die. But people just misreporting things and running with it. It's just like, come on, man. What are we doing? Yeah. Twitter can sometimes be great. And it, it is like, honestly, it's probably where I go to most of the time when there's breaking news just because it is updating so quickly. But finding, and it's like weird to think that TMZ is like one of the more reputable sources for uh, right. any kind of breaking news now. But it's, you got to just kind of suss out like who is at least trying to do like good reporting and, and who's just kind of tossing their, you know, their nonsense out there. Yeah. I was, I was trying to figure out, I was talking to my friends, like how did TMZ find out so quickly? Um, and the, <laughs> we were discussing it. And like the, the only thing we could think of, they probably had someone assigned to follow Kobe, just like they have, they probably have people assigned to following people all around LA, Hollywood. Um, they probably had someone assigned to Kobe and saw the helicopter go down. Like, hey, Kobe's dead, and they just they released the story before even the 
police could let the families know. So that was it. Just felt it didn't feel right. It, it was all a big mess. Kobe's name is one of those names that even when you're not a basketball fan, like you know his name, he's always out there. And the things that he established, I think, will continue on. And it's definitely been sort of like surreal. Uh, one of my coworkers told me right after it happened, I was just like, what? I don't understand. And then he was like, it was a helicopter. You know, he was trying to give me this information and I was walking out the door and I was just wasn't processing and I was just like I don't know you know because sometimes these things are fake and so I was like I'm gonna wait until I hear more about it but yeah definitely one of those I'll remember where I was yeah and, uh, that uh, so far it's just him and I remember where I was when Michael Jackson died um, yeah not anything I'll forget yeah, for sure. Yeah, Heath Ledger was one of the other ones that I'll always remember because everyone at my school made like such a big deal out of it, which I guess it was really surprising at the time. I mean, still, you know, he died young unexpectedly, right. but at, like everyone was devastated. And so, yeah, his is one I'll always remember as well. I don't remember that one. I was trying to remember where I was when Prince died. I remember, I, I know I was at work, but I don't remember like specifically what I was doing or where I was when I looked at my phone. Princess Diana, too. Remember Ooh, that? little. I know, but it was a really particular night. I, don't, I remember seeing the news the next day. I don't remember that night. But yeah, celebrity death. Oof. Make sure you guys, you know, you never know. <laughs> Nobody knows when the last day is, so make sure you always uh, contact your loved ones, tell them you love them. I was fortunate enough to have just gotten off the phone with my parents, so I didn't really ha- need to call them that when it happened. I just they were the first first ones I texted as soon as we got off the phone. Like, like oh my God, COVID burns just died. Um, but yeah, it definitely puts in pers- pers- perspective uh, whenever you're thinking about. Oh, I should call my mom today. Uh, I'll wait till tomorrow. Like, uh, maybe you should call her as soon as she thought of to do it. So, you never know. You never know when that last one would be. Again, this was a big shock all of a sudden. Um, that's why it's still kind of disbelief around it. Um, seeing all these players and people reach out, you know, he definitely made an impact on people in sports and out of sports. I was on the phone with my mom too. Love you, mom. And Ed. <laughs> and everyone else who's listening. And Girl Dog. And Girl Dog. She does listen sometimes. Yeah, I bet. We love all our listeners. Whether human or dog or other animal. <laughs> Until next time, Parks and Wrecked. <laughs>